Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. I am Phil of Vortis Sound Studios and I am joined by... Hello, my name is Joe Sage and I am a producer and mix engineer. How are you doing, Phil? I'm doing very well. I'm currently sweating a lot because it is <coughs> so warm in London today. 26 degrees, which I'm aware compared to a lot of people around the world that is not warm at all. But here it's it's a lot. How are you, Joe? I'm in Liverpool and I have the heating on. It's very it's, hooray. It's very different. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm indoors. That's really all I can say. <laughs> have your neighbours given you any other baked goods lately? Oh, I got. I'm gonna have to send you a picture of it. I got a. I got like a full on cake. And, what? And a batch of uh, twenty cheese scones. Oh. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Shame we live in London where no one talks to their neighbours. It's very true. It's very true. Um, hey ho. But yeah, mate. So, what are we going to talk about today? Um, this week we are talking about five ways to boost your Instagram during lockdown. Hmm. <laughs> I also think that this could count for post lockdown as well. True. Um. Very true. So cool. I'm going to kick things off, and. I think we should talk about why it's important to build your Instagram. So like other things, it's a great platform to promote your music when gigs are kind of going again to promote your gigs. But I think the common mistake that a lot of artists and musicians run into is at the moment, especially during this lockdown period, their Instagrams are very dormant. They're not using this time to grow their Instagram or to help them go up in the algorithm. So when it does come to uh, time to release new music or time to promote new gigs, they're not going to have that same platform and that same Mm. ability to reach people. I think, um, yeah, a lot of people are allowing their Instagram feeds and other feeds to go dormant. Um, And right now, that's probably one of the worst things that you can do. Um, A lot of people are furloughed. A lot of people have a lot of time where they're not seeing friends in quite the same way. So there's a lot more people, um, like it or loathe it, on social media scrolling. And if they see your posts and if they start following you, then that's one more follow that you would have had than if you weren't posting in this time. Yeah, I totally agree. There's an episode we did previously on uh, advertising on Facebook and Instagram. And once someone's following you on Instagram, it's a free bit of advertising that you don't have to pay for again. So building your audience now is a way to uh, not only have a more effective marketing campaign, but also cut the cost of it. Mm. It's going to make it cheaper and better. And the more followers, the more happy. That's not what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) The the more followers, the better you are on social media. Yeah, there's an element to social proof of it as well. Yeah. Um, so I know when I first find a band, the first thing I tend to look at is how many followers they've got before I listen to their music. I know it's staffed and I, whether people will admit it or not, it's what a lot of people do. Mm. Cool. So we've talked about this a lot and it's going to be a case of, you know, flogging a dead horse, but get the foundations right of your Instagram. It's so, so easy to do and so, so annoying when you don't see it done right. You know, you see huge Instagram bios and, um, you know, they've got 
tagged random people, all you really need to do is have basically make sure you've got working links. So mm-hmm. if you want to push people to your Spotify, make sure it's a link to your Spotify. If you want to push people to your YouTube, make sure it's a link to your YouTube. You'd be surprised at the amount of bands that A, don't have links, and B, those links are expired or they're not to a thing that they're saying on their post. You know, they've said, oh, go pre-save our single. Link is in the bio. And then you click on the link and it isn't to the pre-save of their, <laughs> their new single. It's really frustrating. So what I'd recommend is keep the messaging clear and simple. So, you know, if you're a three-piece rock band from Manchester... Boom. there's your bio three piece you could say three piece band from manchester and insert single in quotation marks out now and then you have the link underneath which is to a spotify thing sorted simple clear exactly absolutely clear i mean i will say i saw a band literally yesterday who their one link on instagram because you can only post one direct link at the top of your page did not work and I had to manually find their song on YouTube, which nowadays is difficult. And all the links underneath their YouTube went nowhere. All of them. And it's only because I was determined to listen to this band that I bothered. Now, if you put yourself in the, in the sort of seat of someone who wants to find your, wants to listen to your music, and they can't immediately get somewhere with these links, they're, they're not going to bother, probably, as harsh as that sounds. There's a phrase called... Uh repairing your bucket or it's something similar to that i've probably butchered it (laughs) where you see people like in you know in an to go along with this analogy where they're throwing massive amounts of water in their bucket this might be like marketing new releases whatever but they don't realize they've got a great big gaping hole at the bottom that all the water's escaping out of you kind of need to have these foundational things in place otherwise it will come back to bite you in the backside in the most stupendous way possible when you start paying for advertising or you think you've got this killer single that's ready to go. If you don't have those solid foundations, you're, you're screwed. Yes, absolutely. It's not, it's not worth spending money if you've got something very basic like links that don't work. Um, so yeah, go and, go and check. Go and pause this podcast right now, as great as we are, go and pause it and go and check all your social media links and make sure they're working. And then follow us on Instagram as well. Yeah, please. Please <laughs> as well, the guide. Um, <laughs> cool. So the next thing I've got written down is posting stories. I don't see enough bands doing this. Posting something on Instagram as a regular post can be quite daunting because there is a expected level of quality. Mm. It's got to kind of be something newsworthy or like a decent photo. With a story, you can pretty much get away with anything but it keeps you higher up in the algorithm it basically lets instagram know that you're still active it's going to start showing your posts to more people it's going to put you in more suggested profiles for people to follow and the amount of things you can put in your story are absolutely endless Yes. If you're not using your story, which I admit I am not for my business using it so well, um, you are going to be essentially punished by Instagram for not using that feature. Um, you need to use it. And quite what you put on there, um, if you're really, really, really not sure and you're stuck for ideas, then I would say go and find out what other bands are doing. <laughs> That's a great way to start because see what they're doing and see where they're at. And if you like it, try something like that. That is essentially it's got to be 
um, authentically you, authentically your band, your style, whatever that is. So, you know, if you see you're a, I don't know, if you're an indie band and then you see this glam rock band doing something and you go, we'll do that, um, it might not work for you. So don't just kind of steal it wholesale. But if you find out the kinds of things they're doing, then you can work out the kinds of things that you could do. Yeah, I think you've also got to be authentic to your personality as well. Mm. It's going to be really transparent if you're not. So, for example, you know, the great Scottish balladeer, uh, Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> if you were to listen to his music, then see his stories on Instagram that made him famous, they are worlds apart. One that had me literally in tears is him bowling about in an awful... Tr- tracksuit that he was given for a photo shoot it has nothing to do with like his you know tear-jerking ballads they're two totally different one he did a whole story about how he went to go buy a plunger to unblock a toilet what a great story again doesn't fit in with the (laughs) doesn't fit in with the whole brand of his music but it's unique to him Mm. and it gives fans an insight which i think is a great way you can use stories and not only that it obviously he had great success with the songs and the songs are fantastic but i imagine it also helped him a hell of a lot because there were loads of people going oh have you seen this guy you should go check this out it's really really funny coincidentally Mm. they follow him on instagram hey ho he's now got a million followers and now he goes here's our music yeah i mean You've got, as Joe says, you've got to be sort of authentically you, authentically yourself. So right now, as at least in the UK, we are in lockdown. You cannot realistically pretend that you are, say, in band practices. You may have a stock of old photos and things like that. And they're great to use and sort of have as a backup of things to post. But don't pretend you're doing things you're not. Um, A lot of people are spending a lot of time at home and find i would say find creative ways to post interesting things about your normal life i'd say don't make it too depressing because people are at the moment looking to looking to get some level of escapism from instagram but be real is that is that it's a weird balance but see what you can do and see what you can post to make those kinds of interesting normal life things yeah and i think similar to how we were talking about doing diy recording during lockdown and kind of releasing working in progress demos there's there's a similar thing i think for social media any posts or like pictures or videos that may not have been post worthy last this time last year it might be a good time to say oh well here's some posts from last year that are this time last year when we were gigging and mm. All that kind of stuff. You could say, um, can't wait to be back on stage and do that kind of thing. You can even repost stuff. So go back and repurpose uh, studio footage and say, you know, can't wait to be in the studio again and show you what we've been working on, like writing at home. You know, this time last year we were playing this festival. We can't wait till next year when we're going to play festival. Here's all our plans, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I think... It's really easy, especially with all the time that we've got, to overthink these things. But go back, have a look, have a review of the footage that you've got and see if you can make more posts out of that. Would you like my insider Instagram posting tip? Go on. Which I have used to success. I've not used it much, but I have used it to success. You'll like this. Instagram, when it, in, when it implements a new feature, it will reward people who use that feature. 
So fairly recently, I think it's probably not recent anymore, they upped the amount of post, photos you could put in a carousel post to 10. If you make a post with 10 carousel photos, the Instagram algorithm will naturally push it up a bit more than your normal posts. So if you're going, I don't know, if you want to do a list of like a look back at gigs you did in 2019 or something, find, say, 10 photos from 2019 that you were, where you were gigging um, and post them together. And then, you know, obviously write a good caption and some hashtags and things like that. That will do really well um, because Instagram is naturally going to reward you for using that system now other things as well i think that instagram really rewards you for is instagram live Hmm. which in the first few weeks of lockdown which was you know end of march beginning of april it was the bane of everyone's life on instagram because you just went on it and it was like you know your auntie susan has gone live on instagram (laughs) (laughs) and you were just like oh god no not another one it started to wane again and i'd say that in a good way allowing bands to go you know we're gonna um have a release party we're gonna do Mm. an interview i was chatting with a band that are releasing stuff that i worked on uh in a few weeks and we're gonna do a live together and discuss how we made the record and that whole process that's the type of content that a is really interesting and i think fans can get behind and you'll win new fans and b instagram will massively reward you for i think the majority of people have a notification on for instagram that um says so and so is going live so if you know this band's going live and they invite me to it not only will all their followers get it all my followers will also get a get a notification so yeah it's a really I don't want to say underutilized because everyone's been utilizing it, but it's something to definitely look into if you're mm. if you're a band. I'd say use it often enough for it to be interesting and for it to be a draw that people want to watch you, but not so often that it's like, oh well, it's you know it's seven p.m. on a weekday. This band's live again. It's Phil's rant again. <laughs> my, my, oh. <laughs> Do you know? I so nearly, so nearly did some random Instagram lives just to see who would watch me but i don't know what i do i don't know what i talk about i just sort of we sit should there do awkwardly. one let's do oh follow us on. on instagram and we may make that happen we should do an instagram live about doing instagram lives so meta <laughs> oh my goodness let's let's make it happen wow. and then we could then do a podcast about what we learned about doing an instagram live about instagram lives don't do instagram lives about doing instagram lives <laughs> sort of maybe our big takeaway so tempted to actually try that <laughs> we definitely should i'm gonna yeah. hold you to that um so another big tip that works really well and i think we've said it before is faces mm. getting faces in your uh in your stories and in your pictures not only does the algorithm like it because the, i think it's similar with facebook if you go over 20 percent text facebook kind of just starts to like bump you down um but also it's a it's the human reaction like everyone's looking to see faces especially kind of in the current scenario where everyone's looking for like human contact i think that is going to be really really eye catching the whole point of uh doing an effective story when you're swiping through you want something that's going to break that up and if you suddenly see someone's face looking at you and talking 
I think that's going to make you stop and put your volume up. I certainly know of all the posts, and I've caught myself doing it, of all the posts that I stop on, it's always people who are looking directly at the camera and talking. And then I turn the volume up and, I've, and I listen to what they've got to say. Hmm. Posts, yeah. So you may find that you, you post some art, say, for your next release, and it only gets a few people. And then you post some gig photo where someone's sort of staring directly at the camera weirdly or something and you may find it gets loads more interaction it's not because people don't care about your music and they care about your gigs it's probably because people react naturally more to faces so don't mm. take offense <laughs> i completely agree <laughs> um so other ideas and this is more of a broader concept more than anything else is a lot of bands start marketing at the end of the journey so what I mean by that is they say, hey, we've got a single coming out in 10 days. Here it is. And they want to show the final polished, finished product. Whereas I think there's a big space, and I've seen a lot of bands do it well, where they also talk about the start and the middle. Because how, if you're watching a film, how can you be invested in the end if you don't know what happened at the start and in the middle bits? Check out that for an allegory. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. I think a lot of people kind of look at the big famous bands who it seems like for them albums sort of come out of nowhere. No one knew they were in the studio and then suddenly this album appears and it goes massive. It's probably because they've already got a big following that they can do things like that. Um, you, I don't want to be offensive. It's probably not all true. You may not have as big a following as, say, Muse. Um, you <laughs> might. <laughs> if so, hello. Um, <laughs> but you need to communicate with people who like your music and if you are getting towards say the process of um, recording maybe you're demoing some songs you're writing some stuff people want to know people who like your music want to know and they want to maybe hear maybe just a small snapshot of something you're writing things like that um so don't kind of leave them out in the cold when it comes to your music yeah i think you can even uh go back and document stuff so if you've released stuff that say, you know, you might have come out with it last year or a few weeks ago, you could do a post about, you know, well, this is uh, this is the story of how that song came about. Mm. And I don't kind of mean, you know, like the the poetic sense of the lyrics, which, you know, is is a valid post in itself. I recommend that. But you could also kind of say, well, the song was originally um, this acoustic version. Maybe have a quick clip of it. Talk about how, like, you and this other band member wrote it. Then when you took it to the... Um, when you took it to the band that they kind of changed it and maybe you've then got a voice note of that rehearsal it also puts a massive emphasis on documenting everything as you're going along in the future so you can do this kind of thing um, you could then talk about oh well, when we went in the studio like the producer kind of did this or when we worked with the mix engineer like we originally had like this first mix and then we decided to chop and change these bits mm. like that stuff is really interesting I think personally and i'm sure phil would agree with this if i was to think of my favorite artists and they were to suddenly come out and go these are the original demos of these songs i'd be really heavily invested in I'd that story i'd lap it up as um a lot of people who follow you as a band will be I don't want to use this phrase, into music. Um, as in, they might not necessarily, some of them will be, they might not necessarily be kind of casual music fans. They may be like 
really into music and they will want to see all that behind the scenes stuff they'll want to see all the works in progress and you may listen to say a demo track that you you did and go oh it's not quite right the drums are a bit too digital and oh but we didn't do it like that and we changed this and we changed that yes um but people want to hear it anyway (laughs) ultimately you know we're not be clear with people don't say here is our final product you can go you know this was our work in progress for this song this is you know so people can track how it changed i think that's the really important thing yeah following on from that as well kind of talking about doing the whole story not just the end but the start in the middle is one great post to have well a great a great set of posts to have actually is your story so far and we've talked about this a lot but you could have say one post that is you know literally talking about your story so far so you could say well you know we met like on this open mic thing or whatever like i think for the podcast me and phil should do this where we Mm. say you know we did an episode where we talked about our backgrounds and how we came to the positions that we are now, but it would make a really interesting post. You know, if I turned around and I said, well, I always had a passion for music, but not necessarily for recording. And then I ended up uh, getting an internship and I worked for some really awesome people and it kind of just sparked these things in my mind. Like that is the type of thing that I think people would Mm. be really interested in. And the same goes for bands and for artists. People want to know. I think something to play about with, and I freely admit this is something I have not played about with, but I've seen, is if you write, write, make a story, I don't think you write a story on Instagram, um, then you can save it. You can sort of pin it to the top of your Instagram account. So if you did a story so far and you were like, this is really good um, and we don't want it to just disappear after... 48 hours, I think it is, or maybe it's 24. Um, you can save it, and it will be at the top of your Instagram feed, along with all the other bits you've saved. Those are called highlights. Highlights, that's the word. That's the one. Mm-hmm. But I think they make great normal posts as well. Like, I think that would be a really interesting thing. You could do a really long caption with that kind of thing. Or, even better, because I know it's difficult for some people to talk to camera, you could talk to camera, just kind of, you know say your story um, in the form of like an Instagram TV or even do it as a live that you can save. I think those are all really interesting Mm. ideas. Use your daily exercise if you're taking it. Go on a walk and just record a video. Very simple, but that's it. Other good post ideas is that if you are a band of four, do a post each about each band member. You'd be so surprised... (laughs) At the amount of bands who don't introduce who's on what instrument. So just kind of say something along the lines of, you know, Dave. I knew bass. you were going to say Dave. I knew it. <laughs> well, you could say like, you know, Dave, bass. You know, uh, I picked up bass at the age of 13 after being really, uh, really falling in love with Green Day. Then I met Keith in the Winchester and we you know but like that kind of thing is really interesting it makes a really good post and all you need to have is maybe like a a really old photo you know like i've got loads of photos of me in my teenage years playing um playing guitar and bass and then like a modern one like just a high-res photo of me on stage Mm. with the band or whatever in this imaginary band do that for each band member and you're covered for like a good amount of time for doing a good quality instagram post or you could be like me where you uh pick up bass at the age of 14 after failing to play drums 
Um, but that's a different story. <laughs> I didn't tell you that, did I? Uh, not, not clever enough to play drums. Um, I think as alongside your uh, story, making sure you are posting on your sort of regular Insta- Instagram feed consistently. Um, I know you've said it before. I'm saying it again. Be consistent in your posting. And consistency is whatever you want it to mean. Um, it is consistent. That is all it is. So if that is once a week, make it once a week. Um, if it is once a day, make it once a day. Try and make it the same time. I believe Instagram favours your um, regular posting at the same sort of time. It, it rewards that kind of thing. And if you have a business account, which you will should if you're running a band, um, then you can see some metrics on when people are around on Instagram and you can tailor when you're posting to that. Yeah. I would say as well, if you've got a good enough following, on your story, you can put a question. Ask people what they want to see. Simple. Yeah. Not only that brings me on to another point of like putting questions and polls is a really good way to uh, break people's story swiping Mm. and make them actually focus on what you've got to say but it also gives you a massive boost in the algorithm and then when they've given you a question or when they've done a poll that's another thing for you to post about they all kind of flow into one another so something um that you should consider that a lot of bands don't is engaging with people who are following you so go and find people who are following you and talk to them and message them and chat with them have they posted something interesting make a comment is it can you make a funny comment you know that they're going to laugh at people value interaction that is ultimately what social media is for so if um someone can be almost rewarded by following the band and the band comments on something that for that person is great um and this is doubly 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 maybe even trebly true um if they comment on your post make sure you comment back make always 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 comment back instagram loves it when you comment back and also when you like their post yeah and also speaking of commenting i would put a question in every single one of your posts Mm -hmm. not necessarily in terms of stories but in terms of you know your standard feed post i'd put a question purely so they can comment underneath i think it was um damien keys who's who's a you know greater uh band advice kind of stuff he said a point where if you just say people any questions you just won't get anything but if you specifically say so where are you listening to my single from let me know like in the comments below if you give someone a direct call to action and you ask them a direct question they're a damn side more likely to comment underneath yes and comments are the number one way to give you a, a lovely boost up the feed algorithm. Comments are gold <laughs> in Instagram. So to conclude, Instagram um, is worth using. Do not ignore it during lockdown. Um, make sure all your links are working properly and make sure all that kind of basic stuff is sorted. Use Instagram stories. They are amazing and they will boost you up. Uh, make sure you post interesting <laughs> and consistently, but be real, be authentic to yourself. Um, and make sure you engage with people, engage with anyone who's sort of around you and around your band on social media. Yeah. And speaking of which, go follow me and Phil on Instagram. Yeah. And we will comment on one of your posts. We there will. you go. That's, uh, <laughs> that's our thing. Our links to our Instagrams will be in the show notes. They are indeed. 
Cool. Um, so I think that leads us on to this week's featured artist. Oh, who is it? It is Liverpool Three Piece, the Marigolds. And excitingly, this is their debut release. Oh, I know. Exclusive. Uh, which at the time that this goes out, it will be available on all your regular streaming platforms. Go, go, go. So this is their release, Magnetic. Ooh. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. I'm